Hello and welcome to Three Mums in a Podcast. You are here with Emily, Kat and Kirsty, and this week we are going to be talking about our experiences with pregnancies. So just a trigger warning for you guys who are listening, if anything around sort of conception or pregnancy or anything related to that might um, be triggering for you, then please um, just skip on to the next episode. So we are going to just dive straight on in and talk about our babies before they were babies before they were babies <laughs> when they were just a little embryo that's what it yeah. is isn't it an embryo god my biology um yeah where should we start guys who wants does anybody want to kick off or you go cat okay um i didn't actually want kids until I was 35. I was just like, you know what? I've done a lot in my life. I've not had a child though. I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> so we decided to try. Um, and fortunately on Dan's birthday, it happened straight away. <laughs> and little miss was conceived and it was like, holy shite. <laughs> What we cannot turn back now. I wish I had the whole story of I always wanted to be a mum and it made me complete and all that, but I just did not feel that. I just, to me, it sounds sounds weird and brutally honest, but it just felt like a challenge in my life I hadn't yet had, and I wanted to give it a go. Um, but let me tell you guys, if you feel like that, don't do it. Mm. <laughs> it's not a reason to have a child. <laughs> Okay, it's not like a marathon, you get a medal and that's it. Like, it just doesn't work like that. Um, it's for life. Um, so, yeah, we we fell pregnant really quickly. And my pregnancy was okay. It was it was rough to begin with. Um, we were actually in Ibiza um, <clears throat> when I was about five weeks pregnant. Um, so we found out, went away to Ibiza and we... I was fine. I was like, this is great. This is amazing. Two days into the holiday, my morning sickness decided to appear. Um, brutal. So yeah, very brutal. Um, then it proceeded with five weeks off work. Um, I was never diagnosed with HG, but I do question whether I had some element of it because there was a lot coming out and not a lot going in. Um, I think I dropped like 10 pounds in weight as well in that first trimester um so yeah that was it everything else pretty much went okay I had a low-line placenta um diagnosed which means no sexy time which I was not mad about um <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> you couldn't um they were like I'm really sorry guys that. but it's a low-line placenta so it's probably best if you don't have intercourse I was like that is not a problem um yeah I didn't so, realize that was a thing yeah you can't because the motion in the ocean, if you will, <laughs> could, could cause, um, basically, if it sort of causes bleeding and your cervix gets disrupted. Or, I mean, I'm not being funny, but it's surely it's got to go a long way up to touch your cervix, right? I don't know. But yeah. um, we, we were told, like, don't, <clears throat> because any kind of bleeding could potentially turn into something. Um, so, yeah. We were told that um, we were booked in for an extra scan and it had moved by then, to be honest. Um, 
I think it's so weird that it can move. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll talk about the placenta another time, but I find the whole thing very odd. <laughs> I remember yeah. saying to Dan, I mean, no, let's leave it for the birth story episodes. But um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I think on the whole, my pregnancy was okay. I remember feeling really tired in my first trimester. My second trimester, I was smashing life. I was, I was still training in the gym, like strength training and lifting weights till about 36 weeks. Um, <clears throat> obviously modified, but, you know, all within capabilities because I was training quite a lot. Um, and then, yeah, the last few weeks was just so uncomfortable. Like I couldn't get comfy. I was sleeping in an airbed in the spare room because I just couldn't bear to like, I was tossing and turning so much in the bed and I just thought, you know what, I just need my own space. So I ended up on the airbed for the last few weeks, which oh sounds God. really shitty, but it's yeah. where I can get the most rest. Um, so, yeah, that's a real short version. How long oh. did your um, morning sickness last? Did it last like just God. the first trimester? Or? God, no. No. Like I say, I had five weeks off work. I went back to work. I was sick in the toilet twice and I was like, I've got to go home and I was off again. Um I think I stopped being sick around the twenty week mark. Oh God. So yeah, it was a it was a lot. It was it was a lot. It was like I'd eat, <clears throat> be sick. Then I was tired because I had no energy because I hadn't eaten, but then I didn't want to eat because I felt sick. So it was just that constant pull of do I even attempt food or do I not? Um but you know what? I did love being pregnant. I don't know how you guys feel, feel, but I found that I was the most confident in my body as a woman 100%. when I was pregnant. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I can look like this and I don't need to feel like I need to change anything because I'm doing a really fucking important job here. Um, mm. So, you know, the fact that I was getting big and, you know, I was still able to throw weights around and I was still able to, you know, buy jeans that stretched with me. Like, I just felt so confident. Um, <clears throat> in my body but but yeah my my pregnancy was I wouldn't say it was plain sailing by any stretch of the imagination but it wasn't it wasn't the worst either good um I literally said that the other day I think it was yesterday to James my husband I just said um I feel like when I was pregnant was the only time that I've been like happy in my body mm-hmm. confident Crazy I feel like enough. before I had children I was actually a really good, well, not good, like what's good, what's bad, I don't know, but like healthy weight, but mm-hmm. I constantly felt like I wasn't, like yep. I need to lose yeah. weight, I need to diet, I need to exercise, I need to do this. Um, and then obviously you're pregnant and you're just like, this is amazing, I'm just rolling with it. And then obviously as soon as you've had the baby, it's like you need to bounce back and it just starts again, doesn't it? So yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. How will your, because obviously, Kirsty, you've got two, two little cherubs. Um, how were your, how were your pregnancies in terms of, like, how did you feel throughout? Did you have similar experiences with both? Did you have very different experiences? Um, yeah, they were both very similar, actually. And it's funny because people are like, oh, it must be, you know a boy because you've got this or it must be a girl because you've got that and actually I've got one of each and they were both really similar mm-hmm. um so with Hunter he was a lovely unplanned baby <laughs> I was actually on the mini pill um 
So I was therefore not having um, periods, but would occasionally have like one every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can't even remember. I think I I got like sore boobs, um, was really tired. Um, and then I did have some spotting. And then I was like, oh, my period's obviously coming. And then nothing happened, but the sore boobs continued and the tiredness continued. And I suddenly just thought, I don't know, I just felt different. Um, There wasn't anything like obvious. I wasn't being sick or anything like that, but I just felt really different. Uh, So yeah, I took a pregnancy test thinking, oh, like it would just make my mind feel better. And I was pregnant. (laughs) So that was a huge, huge shock. Um, We'd only been married. Um about eight months so we were enjoying that honeymoon period I guess um so yeah it was a bit of a shock but when I told James he came home from work and I was like crying and he was like what's wrong what's wrong I was like I'm so sorry he was like what I've tried you yeah (laughs) I'm pregnant and he was like oh my god that's amazing oh and he was like yeah like we've said we wanted kids at some point and blah 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 and like made me feel so much better um, and then after that, I was okay with it. It did. Some days I was just like, this isn't what I wanted right now. I definitely knew I wanted children, but I was, I had so many more plans before. Mm. Um, but, you know, it was a lovely surprise. Um, and then, yeah, I had a really good pregnancy. Um, I, a bit like you were saying, I felt really like happy in my body the whole time. I didn't have any sickness. Um and everything went really well. The only thing I did suffer with with Hunter from about 20 weeks, and it was awful, and it just got worse as the pregnancy went on, is really bad rib pain. <clears throat> um, I went for various appointments, and they just said that it was my ribs expanding. Um, and I was like, okay, but it was agony on mm. just my right side. So I'm not really sure why, but everything was okay. It was just really, really, really uncomfortable. Like I'd be in so much pain. Um, so I did finish work. I I planned to finish at like 37, 38 weeks, but I think I managed to finish at 35 because I just couldn't take it anymore. I was nannying at the time and picking other kids up and I just couldn't do anymore. So yeah, that was the only thing I had with him. Um, and then Athena, she was planned (laughs) and um it happened very quickly as well so we were very grateful for that um a bit like you cat like a bit quicker than we sort of thought and you kind of think you've got time and even though we knew we wanted it it was kind of like oh oh okay (laughs) yeah I think there's always that shock even though you go this is you go into like I've spoke to friends Mm -hmm. that have had unplanned pregnancies friends that have been planning like meticulously um and I think whichever way it's it's a shock on some sort of level isn't it because it's kind of like that realization of oh oh crap mm. well, I think in. it's when when you see those two lines on that pregnancy <laughs> test like that's definitely what I think hit Scott and I both mm. times was like whoa okay yeah and then you take another that's one and another one and another one and I think I I think I did about nine pregnancy tests and and then I did one like the week after and I had one of those um ones that said how many weeks you were 
they yeah. had gone from like two to three to like three to four weeks and I was like holy like okay this yeah. is happening this is yeah. actually happening <laughs> yeah so with Athena it was um I was I wasn't on anything so I was having my regular periods so yeah I was late and then that was that um with Athena the only thing I did have which I didn't have with Hunter was I did have quite bad nausea until about 16 weeks um it was just in the mornings and once I sort of ate and got myself going it was okay but it was that morning of like when you get up and I like open the dishwasher it would like make me gag um I'd open the fridge it would make me gag um so much so that a few times I ran to the toilet but then nothing happened Mm -hmm. um and sometimes I just was like oh just be sick because then you might feel better but it didn't happen um and I had that until about 16 weeks but apart from that everything else was fine um she was breech for quite a long time which was a bit of a oh my god Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) um but they just kept saying you know she has got plenty of time to move um and then yeah I think it was about 33 weeks I woke up in the night and thought I was in labor and it wasn't it was her turning Oh god, that sounds painful I think because I was asleep I woke up and it was like I was having this dream but I was awake that the baby was breaking through my tummy and I woke up like holding my stomach and then was like what was that but I think because it happened in my sleep I obviously felt it, but it wasn't like I wasn't aware of it, which I think was a good thing, to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, I went for my next scan because they were doing scans to obviously check and they were like, oh, baby's head down. I was like, ah, oh, that's what that was. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah, that was my pregnancy with Athena was fine. Um, she then went head down and then the rest is history. So, yeah, I had a good experience with both of them. I, I do feel lucky that I had that. Yeah, I like when you hear, like you said, Kat, you feel like it wasn't plain sailing. But when you hear of other people's like experiences with being hospitalized through sickness and, you know, like scares and things like that, I didn't have any of that. So I am very, very grateful that I had lovely pregnancies. And I, I would love to be pregnant again and experience that. But I don't want another child. So <laughs> I know I, I sometimes say I, I would potentially carry if somebody needed a womb like that was close to me yeah but then at the same time I think could I actually yeah yeah I mean I probably could if I sat and thought about it for a bit but you know it's just I sometimes like think oh am I like tempting fate like I had two good pregnancies you Mm. might not get that the next time you just don't know do you no how about you Em how were and are your pregnancies (laughs) Yeah, so obviously I've got George who is three and I'm currently 24 weeks pregnant with baby number two. So for Scott and I, like we always knew that we wanted to have a family and when we got married, well, actually even before that, when he proposed, we'd actually decided we were going to start trying then and then he came back from being away and arrived early like this whole surprise, came home early. I wasn't expecting him home for like another two months or something like that. Um, and he proposed. And in that time, I had come off contraception, ready to start trying when he got back. And then when he proposed, I was like, well, that's not happening now. Like, no, like I want to, let's get married. want to have the pretty dress and all of that. <laughs> um, so we did. We got married first. 
got married in the October and then by the January we were we'd fell pregnant. So with George. Um so we always knew we wanted to start a family quite quickly. Um well, I don't know if it was quickly because obviously we'd been talking about it for quite some time. It just so happened that he was away with work for quite a while. Um and with George finding out we were pregnant, we'd been to my auntie's surprise birthday party. And I didn't have an inkling or anything like that, but I was um I was drinking alcohol at the party and all of a sudden I was like, I, I don't want it. I don't I don't want it. So then I finished that glass of wine or whatever it was, and then just didn't drink anything alcoholic the rest of the evening. And then the next day, thought didn't think anything of it, literally just thought, oh, just not feeling it tonight. And then the next day we were, I don't know, we were, I remember we were talking about it and I was like, shall we just take a test for like shits and giggles? Shall we just do it? And he was like, yeah, go on then. And it, like UCAC, it was one of the ones that said that had the no word. No more shits and giggles. No more shits and giggles, no. Um, and it said that we were pregnant and we were like, we just weren't expecting it. We weren't expecting it at all. Um, so that was that. That was quite, looking back, it was quite funny. And I think... I think like you see like these, you know, like these videos on Facebook and Instagram and reels and things that people find out they're pregnant and it's always like really emotional and happy and everyone's cheering around. We were like, we were, we weren't doing that. We were just like stood in silence looking at this stick <laughs> that said pregnant. Um, and obviously we were really happy. Um, so then after that, I didn't really have any other pregnancy symptoms apart from the fact that the pregnancy test said I was pregnant. Um, and that kind of remained the whole way through. I think around about sort of 12, 16 weeks, there was a phase of like food making me feel a bit yucky. But that was that was pretty much it. It lasted for about an hour, about five o'clock in the evening. Then it would go. Um, and I think my boobs were a bit sore. Um, and I feel like they grew quite quickly, um, which made me sore. Um, we had an early scan as well, which was reassuring actually and quite nice. I think because for me, I was like, I'm kind of, there was no symptoms. Like I, I, I didn't really, and obviously being the first time, I didn't really know what was real. going on. So then seeing, and at that point, he was, he was just like a little jelly bean. <laughs> you know little black and white jelly bean but it was you could see like his the little flicker of, of his heart and things so that was kind of like well okay like it, it is actually there like it's there <laughs> right <laughs> there um and then yeah the pregnancy just kept going and going I had a bit of that is it pelvic girdle pain pelvic yeah, yeah. pain P yeah yeah. Um, and that was a bit brutal. Um, like especially for my job at the time, like I was doing home visits a lot and driving quite a fair distance at times and sometimes getting in and out of the car or just sitting for too long was quite painful. Um, but again, it, it didn't last forever. Um, and then as the pregnancy went on, I think towards 
I don't I don't know what week it was, but there was a couple of episodes of sort of him not moving as much that I did go and get checked out with. Um but he was all he was fine both times. Um It's always best to get those things checked though, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. And I think like it's not until you sort of experience it but you realise like what routine they have. Mm. Like you like know they will start having a wiggle it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then you also—I don't know if you guys ever had had the same, but also you kind of feel like, oh well, it'll be all right. Like I'll just wait an hour. We'll yeah. just see. Um, maybe I'll have something hot to drink. Maybe I'll have something cold. Or it, baby usually means I'll have spicy mando. So let's go get spicy. You know, do all those silly things. Um, but yeah, definitely is best just to get checked out because you don't want to sort of be going there for sort of no reason but equally you could be there could be a reason there could you, you know you don't really know um yeah. and then yeah he was born five days after his due date looking back mm-hmm. it was pretty plain I want to say plain sailing because it was the majority of it was a breeze the only horrible thing which was just uncomfortable for me, was I started like leaking like milk at like 20 weeks. And oh, that really? was, well, I don't know, obviously it was probably not milk. It was, what's the beginning stuff called? Colostrum. Colostrum, thank you. <laughs> obviously it was just that, but from 20 weeks onwards, that was just annoying because <laughs> you'd I'd get out of the shower and I'd feel like I'd need to shower again or I'd put my pyjama top on. And then it would get drenched and it was like, just, it was just an annoyance. Just just an annoyance. I didn't Um, have that at all. Like with either of them, literally nothing. At one point it was like bright orange. I called my midwife and I was like, yeah, I was like, this stuff is bright orange. She's like, I think we need to like do a swab and just check that there's not like an infection or something. I was like, Okay. So, and apparently it's normal for it to be bright orange. I I was like it shocked me. I was like, what is this? What is going on? Um oh, yeah. having an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. So then this time round with baby number two, um things took a lot longer um than we had planned. Um and I think Although we are very, very grateful to be having another baby, equally, probably at the time where we did fall pregnant, it came at a quite tricky time for us as a family. We just moved um, two hours away from everyone. We were just sort of settling down into our new life here. Um, So when we found out we were pregnant, we were in shock for about four or five days. Like I like, oh no. Am I okay? I've just had a warning yeah. pop up. Okay. Um so the only so at that that point everything was a little bit irregular, everything was a little bit out. Um but one thing I did have was really sore boobs and it just never went away, which again wasn't uncommon for me. But equally nothing was happening in terms of having a period. So um, we got a test, took it, and immediately there was two lines. 
And I ran downstairs to to tell Scott and he was like, well, like, I don't know why you're getting excited about it. Like, we've done so many. Like, don't worry about it. I was like, no, but there's, there's two lines, like, already. No, there's not one. There's two. Okay. No, there's not one. There's two. And he was like, well, what does that mean? I was like, what do you mean, what does that mean? Like, two lines means that, that, we're, that I'm pregnant and having a baby. He was like, no, it'll be a fake, it'll be a fake one. Like, the test is old. Get, like, I can't you can't get false positives, though. Yeah. You can get false negatives, apparently, but you can't yeah. get false positives. Yeah. I know, yeah. I so, guess he was sort of like just protected, protected. a bit shocked. Well, yeah. We were both like just so shocked. So then the next day he was like, we'll wait till the morning. We'll go get some more tests and we'll do it in the morning. So obviously it was the most ridiculous morning of my life. So I was holding in this like first wee of the day. <laughs> I had to go to Sainsbury's, which is probably about 10, 15 minute drive. Got to Sainsbury's, got the test, got to the checkout and realised I didn't have my purse with me. Oh no. I know. So I had to put it all back, go home, oh, no. get my test, go back again to get these tests and then drive back. I was literally on the edge of wetting myself. So um, wouldn't have been able to hold that he, in. Yeah, we had to. He 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 didn't. I had to. I used all of them as all three tests in a box, <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then I was like, you know, I, was, I said to him, I was like, do you, look, two. There's there's three tests here now with two lines, and one says pregnant. Like you can't like it. It's hap- It's happening. And I was like, can I ring my mum now? Can I ring my mum now? <laughs> Because uh, the, yeah, the night before, I was like, oh, well, I need to tell my mum, I need to tell my mum. He was like, no, no, just wait. Just wait. Do another so 10. <laughs> Do another 50, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that, that was kind of that. And then being in a different county, the process is very different to where we'd come from. So I had to like self-refer by email into the midwifery service here. Um, and they kept bouncing back, saying, like, when was the date of your last the first day what was the date of the first day of your last period and I was like it was my birthday and they were like no you keep giving me your birthday and I was like yeah I know because it was <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I know it's really unfortunate but it's true <laughs> so that came kept happening um and then again we had a an early scan with this one um and then a um a scan in between the 12 and 20 week scans private one um because scott couldn't make it to a 12 week scan so yeah but this time around it's been completely different the first 16 weeks were as you guys know very well they were hard so hard i've never had exhaustion like it um i wake up at seven and be falling asleep again at like half eight nine in the morning um and the nausea like kirstie said was just relentless and you feel like if I was just sick, I'd feel better. And the only way I could describe it to people was like, you know, when you're like hungover and you yeah. feel like, am I going to be sick? Am I you not? You need to be sick to feel better almost. Yeah. It's yeah. that kind of like pit of your stomach, sick feeling. You don't <laughs> want to eat food, looking at food, thinking about food, smelling food puts you off, but then your tummy's rumbling. So it's like, well, my body's clearly hungry, but I don't want anything. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, yes, a chicken kebab. I would I can eat a chicken kebab. <laughs> I did eat, yeah, I ate the whole thing. Like I don't think about devoured it in about 10 seconds. And then, like you, Kirsty, with the smells, mine was bacon and ketchup and the oven cooking. Like if the oven was like cooking something, mm. like if it's talking about it now, it just turned I can't do it. I can't do it. 
Please don't. So we used to, um, I say we used to as if it was a big thing, but we used to like go to supermarkets to do our shop and then obviously COVID hit and we just switched and started having online. Um, So when I was pregnant, we used to go do the the weekly shop and it just became a running joke that we were going to the supermarket. I'd go straight to the toilet and throw up because the smell of food in the supermarket would just set me off. Like, I literally used to walk in the door and I'd be like, I'm just going to the toilet. And Dan's like, are you going to be sick again? I was like, yeah. And then I'd finish the shop and it would be fine again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, talking about going back on the um, scan front as well, uh, we had, like, an early reassurance one at Mothercare. Obviously, it doesn't exist anymore. But, um, and it was, yeah, I think it was, like, I think we were about six or seven weeks. Because the thing is, because I was starting to feel really, really rubbish, I almost... I know it sounds awful but you almost wanted to know that it was for a reason do you know mm-hmm. what I mean and have something yeah. that you could see and go okay yeah this is actually happening other than me just feeling like crap all the time and I think yeah. I wanted to make sure she was there um so that I could start telling people as well because obviously people were going why are you off work and why this and my pet my mum would be like are you all right like you've not been very well for a while and you know just to be able to go look this is this is why um yeah. But with, I obviously know this time around for you, Em, you found out gender. I found out gender as well. Um, because for me, I felt, because I felt so rubbish, I wanted to feel like I wanted to bond with it. And I felt in order to do that, I needed to know, was it he, was it she? Um, and just sort of feel like I was having a bit more control over pregnancy and planning for this baby. Yeah. Um so yeah, I know obviously with your second name, I know that you found out. Did you find out with George? No, we tried to. So with George, we we didn't, after the, we only had the one early scan and then the other scans, we just had the normal NHS. Yeah. And we tried to find out, but um, baby, shy. Royally, his legs shut. <laughs> they had, the, the sonographer had me flipping around on a table. <laughs> Um, you put your thumb in there. Can you do this? Can you flip over this side? Can you jump about? And it, it just wasn't having any of it. So we just decided, well, that's it. Um, we're not gonna. Oh my god! Were go you not tempted to go back like anything. another time and find out? No, because it's the NHS. They they for gender and stuff. They didn't. They said they wouldn't do it. And we were kind of. We didn't really know wh- whether we really wanted to find out or not. Yeah. But then it's almost like they're dangling like a huge carrot in front of you, isn't it? And they're like, mm-hmm. would you like to find out? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we tried, but no luck. Um, so, yeah, we found out with George when he was born that he was a boy. Um, and then with this one, it's, it's very similar, actually. When we went to have the scan, baby had um, their legs crossed. And, again, I had to flop around on a table. I had to do lots of coughs and different things um and baby also is another boy so they're obviously going to be very similar this one's a bit more cooperative then it sounds like if he's willing to um show himself um (laughs) hopefully he's going to be a nice cooperative little boy um oh that's lovely can't wait to meet him yeah we found out with um Hunter and Athena, both of them. Hunter, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I want to know. I want to plan. I yeah. want to just do everything. Um, I'm a very organized person. I just wanted to be organized. Um, so, yeah, we went for an early gender scan, I think 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we found out them. And then with Athena, we were like, oh, like, 
it would sort of be nice to experience that surprise. Um, so let's not find out. Um, and James is very much like, yeah, okay, whatever you want to do. And I was like, oh, um, well, actually, maybe I will. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, whatever, I'm easy. And then I was just like, oh, and then like a few people asked, like family members, oh, are you going to find out? I was like, oh, I don't think we are actually. What? Oh my God, you're not going to find out. I was like, oh God. And I didn't do it because other people. Then the further it went along, the more I was just like, I had all these boy clothes from Hunter. And I was like, they were like in massive like vacuum pack bag things. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm not that person. I need to be organized. I need to find out. <laughs> so um, yeah, we ended up going at 16. Well, it was just over 16 weeks as well. Um, but we actually had a really funny experience because she, um, Hunter came with us because it was a private one. They're allowed to come in, which is nice. Um, and the sonographer was obviously went on my tummy and she was like, oh, baby's um, this position, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, yeah, let me just have a look at the gender for you. She was like, oh, congratulations, you're having another boy. And I was like, yay. I said, oh, Hunter, you're going to have a brother. And he was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, you, you're going to have a brother. And he was like, no. And then she was moving around. She was like, oh, oh I'm really sorry. <laughs> She was like, um, the baby's just moved position. Um, it's actually a girl. And I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> and I said, oh, I just felt so like strange. I felt really nervous because I was like, I don't know what to say now. So I was like, oh, Hunter, you're having a sister. <laughs> and he was like, yay. <laughs> um, and then I said to her, are you sure? And she was like, I'm just triple checking everything. She's like, yeah, I'm really sorry. It was a cord. Um, and then she tried to, like, she tried to explain that with the girl, you have the three lines, the three white lines. And she's like, oh, these are the three white lines. And she like zoomed in and everything. And I was, I still didn't believe it. I came out and um, I called my grandma um, because she was desperate to know. And I said, we're having a girl, I think. <laughs> Um, and she, bless her, was so emotional. She was like, oh, it's the first girl in the family for 25 years. Oh, my um, gosh, really? Yeah. So wow, she was really buzzing. So cool. And then, yeah, I just, but it didn't feel real because I think where she'd got it wrong, um, it didn't sink in for a while. And then we, obviously, you have your 20-week scan, don't you? So I was like, straight away, can you just triple check that it's a girl? But he was very, um, like very medical he was like this isn't a gender scan this is a medical scan I was like yeah I know but is it a girl though um and he was like literally right at the end it's a girl I was like okay good but still even till the end I was just like imagine because you do hear those stories don't you yeah you get told it's one thing when it comes out another so well that was like God, sorry. Um, I remember my because we had a early gender scan as well. Because again, I was just like control freak, needed to know what was happening and that she was still there and everything. And um, <clears throat> we had a sixteen week one. Found out she was a girl. And then when we went for the NHS one, the sonographer was like, "Oh, do you want to find out gender?" And I says, "Oh, I says I think we actually know." I says because we've already had a scan. I says, "But if you want to do your scan," and she's like, "Oh, okay. What have they told you?" And I thought, "No, I'm not falling into that trap." <laughs> I'm going to keep that information to myself and I'm going to see what you think but again I had the whole I had to flip around loads because she was just being really stubborn and just had her back to us um but yeah they obviously said girl as well which was great um so yeah I think it just I think for me as well I think just being able to you know when going back to like telling people and <clears throat> like when we told I mean Dan was just typical bloke he just texts his parents <laughs> <I was just laughs> like, cool um but then I remember telling 
I remember telling my mum and then I said, oh, don't tell dad because Father's Day was coming up. And I remember I bought him a card. Um, but then inside I was right. I was like, oh, happy, happy fathers and grandfather, like grandparents day or something like that. And he was just like, what are you on about? And he was just like in bits. And I've never, I've never seen my dad like that. It was just so lovely. Um, yeah, because my, I mean, my parents, so they've got obviously got April and then my brother's got two children, but he's got two boys. Um, so I think it's nice for them. They had obviously the boys and then obviously I had a girl, so yeah lovely but yeah I mean pregnancy is wild isn't it it's it's incredible when you stop and think about what it is it it blows my mind it is incredible we were saying earlier about how you feel most confident but I also took for granted how much strain it did take on my body um like especially the third trimester when you're so big and heavy and you can't put your shoes on and you know you have to like roll out of bed and things like that um and just the you know the weight of um carrying them at the end and stuff I think you do take for granted as well like how amazing your body is to sort of do that and then you have the birth which we can obviously save for another day (laughs) definitely episode three yeah, we're going to try and um, uh, work experiences. our way I think it's just crazy, like, how, like, for so many of us, we go on and have babies, but each each one is so, so different. So, mm-hmm. so different. Mm-hmm. It just, there's, it's just, there's no one size fits all, is there, in any part no. of life. And it's crazy as well, because if you think, I mean, obviously... <clears throat> You're obviously pregnant with number two, um, and Kirsty, you've got two. And it's crazy to think that the same genetic makeup of those children, but then they're so different. Or, different. well, obviously, I mean, hopefully we'll find out what number two is like for you, Em, but it just... It, Wish me it, luck. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, mate. Um, it's <laughs> crazy how you can have children that are so different, yet they've come from exactly the same... People, yeah. DNA, makeup. I, like, I yeah. remember... I remember saying to Scott, because Scott's quite dark, olive-skinned, I'm obviously redhead, quite pale. And as, obviously, George grew up, he was blonde, blue-eyed. We were just like, I did. I never expected in, never, ever expected that we would have a blonde-haired, blue-eyed <laughs> baby. I yeah. thought we would be going kind of similar colours, rings to us. Mm. Um, especially on, like, Scott's side of the family, our nieces were both born with like beautiful heads of hair really dark um it was just like a complete curveball and I thought wow yeah never just never expected it because my brother was and then as he's got older he's got darker yeah apparently that was Scott was like that when he was born he was like fairer we found that we found that too because um hunter was born and he was very pale and he had white hair like so white you couldn't see it um and i was just expecting him to come out with a head of like red hair so it was a bit of a shock that it was white it has now gone red um so that was to be expected because i'm red i'm a redhead and james was actually a redhead until about five when his hair got darker 
um, because his mum is a redhead. So it was inevitable. But then when we had Athena, when she came out, um, obviously James was watching and he was like, oh my God, she's got black hair. And I was like, what? And we were both really shocked by that. Um, So then when they passed her to me, I was just like, and her skin was, Hunter was so pale, but she was more olive. Um, and yeah, just this head of James was like, What's been going on? Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) It is yours. (laughs) Um, obviously, now she's still darker than Hunter, he's like proper, like orange, whereas she's dark, but she's got like the red, like streaks through. And if you get it, her in the sunlight, you can see it. But yeah, it's just crazy how, like you said, they've come from the same people, but they're so different. And I think also. There's so much that people don't tell you about pregnancy or that you, like, for me, like, completely underestimated, like, the, this time around, like, the exhaustion, as like, especially having a toddler, mm. like, wow, just, just, it, it's all, I don't even know what the word is. I don't have words <laughs> right now to explain it, but just, it just completely blew my mind how, you think some things are going to go and it goes the complete opposite and it's just knocks you for six and yeah. things that you didn't know about like leaking colostrum at 20 weeks pregnant like mm-hmm. didn't even know that was a thing didn't know so have you had thing. that um have you had that this time around too or was no that George? oh interesting. No. this time around like my boobs have been sore from the the get-go um and they have eased off but I think around about 18 weeks, all I did was I burst into tears every time, like time taking a bra on and off because it was just oh. like, I thought surely 18 weeks now is is fine. I've done my time. Like, it can <laughs> stop now. like 18 weeks is okay, surely, surely. But no, no, we're at 24 weeks and we're, we're, we're still going. So, but it's just a crazy part of life that, I don't know. Do you guys ever get any, not, I don't want to say comments or judgments, but I guess, did anyone have anything said? Did anyone experience something being said to them that you kind of just thought, oh, that's a bit below the yeah. belt? Or... All the time with Hunter, I had how big I was. Like, um, we had like a family gathering. I can't even remember what it was for now. Might have been Christmas time because he was born in the April. So yeah, it must have been the December before he was born. Um, and we were around ours. And there was some family there. And uh my mother-in-law, um, it's always the mother-in-law, isn't it? <laughs> um as I sat on the sofa, she said, Oh, be careful, everyone. When Kirsty sits <laughs> down, you'll all jump up. No. And I was literally like, uh, you're a fine one to talk. I literally said that because I was like, do not mess with a hormonal pregnant woman. Yeah, so no. I literally just went, you're a fine one to talk. And then it was just shut down. Um, and then all the way through, like my baby shower, like they did that, like measuring the bump thing. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, like pulling out the ribbon. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. like It's so yeah, weird, yeah. isn't it? Because I a mean. bump, but. I mean, I'm carrying a baby. What do you expect? Yeah. And I think we're in, I mean, we're in such a different generational period where we know it's not okay to like talk about other people's bodies or make comments on any bodies or 
how anyone looks but I think the whole oh you're getting big now oh you know you must be due soon oh and can I touch it oh my god no you cannot <laughs> do not touch me like I've like people at work that I've never spoke to were like oh can I t-? no go like why do you think it's okay people were going to say hello no, but then they'd like stroke your bump at yeah. the same time They're like why are you touching me don't touch me don't touch me <laughs> Did you guys I have the whole? This happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did, Did you, you guys say? have the whole? Was... Um... Oh, it's just gone out of my head. The whole. Oh, you better get your sleep in. You need yeah. to. You know, you'll never sleep. Have sleep like it again. I definitely had those comments first time round. Second time round, I've had a few more comments about my bump and my how big it is mm. or is it um yeah. my friend who's like, um, sorry <clears throat> go on you go my friend who's literally due next week she had a comment from her mum she was like um oh yeah you're quite it's her second she was like oh yeah you're quite you're quite big aren't you this time and she was like oh do you think like holding her bum and she was like yeah I mean like all over she's like <laughs> so what <laughs> Wow. She's like, Mum. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. From your mum as well. You're just like, right, yeah, brutal. thanks. Brutal. Yeah. I I got comments about lifting things and should you be doing that? Because at the time I still had a horse. Um and I was still very much I wasn't riding. I made a conscious decision that I wasn't gonna ride um for obvious reasons but you know I was still very much mucking out I was still sort of working in from the ground and stuff like that and they used there was a woman there who used to say to me oh you'll never get your waist back I'm like not really my priority now love to be honest you know like the last thing that I'm worried about is getting a waist back um but yeah you know like if I pick stuff up family members would be like oh should you be lifting that and I'm like I'm lifting like double that in the gym like it's fine I can pick this up um also like you're pregnant not you know not exactly and you know I, I spoke to my midwife I spoke to the people you know my trainers and you know they know they knew my capabilities and tailored it accordingly you know it's not like I all of a sudden was like well I'm pregnant I'm going to hit the gym yeah uh, <clears throat> so you know you you know what your body's capable of and like we've all said like pregnancy tests are in a limit that we would never have experienced before um but it, it, yeah it just it blows my mind and and touching upon what you said earlier Kirsty like it is it's a bless. It is a blessing. I know we all have really rough day with, with our kids, particularly at the moment. But it is a blessing, and I think when we look back and think, you know, so lucky, you know, because I've had friends that have had really traumatic experiences and losses and difficult births, and it it makes you just count your lucky stars and go, Do you know, what? I'm so so grateful. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Cool guys. Um, I think that was, yeah, that's a good end to our second episode. And episode number three, we can go into our birth stories and how these pregnancies came to real life. Yeah, how these babies came into the world. Yes. Well, thank you everyone for um, listening and we're looking forward to sharing episode three with you shortly bye take care guys